Welcome to the Real Word Confessionals, where we're going to ask the questions that are never asked to get the story that is seldom told. We've got two guys that have a lot of stories here. We've got Eric Simon, the creator, the founder of The Broke Agent, and Matt Leonetti, the star of Overask Podcast. What's up, guys? How are you? I just said before we started, I didn't know Eric was actually going to be here. Uh, so I'm a little, I'm just a little thrown off right now. That's yeah, how sorry. I am. Yeah, he, he's well, going to be here off our screen here, too. So, yeah. yeah, the screen, we got three now. So, I mean, this is typically this podcast is typically going to be us interviewing one person, uh, but we couldn't just interview Eric. We, we tried that on The Real Word before. He's one of the only like three or four guests ever on The Real Word show. Well, that he also caught us well. on a really bad day. You and I were fighting yeah, yeah. and like he was kind of like he was like the ref that yeah. day. He just yeah, sat there. We was that a bad interview? I, I thought that went well. No, no I mean, we were just, we were in the middle of, we were, we were, we were, we were, we were hangry maybe yeah. a little. Nicole's not a, she's not a good traveler. So, you know, <laughs> you, you take her out to California, everything, everything goes to hell. Matt, I thought you were going to bring another guest though. Drake, he couldn't make it. Drake couldn't make it yet. Uh, I've been in frequent uh, contact with him since yeah. I released the video. Uh, you know, he's just getting stuff ready. We're going to stage his house in a couple weeks and uh, yeah, it should be now. good. Good. Yeah. He, I, I think he needs some staging. Yeah. Congratulations on that one, though. That was great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, Drake has not called. Just yeah. to... <laughs> Nicole said, why are all these people congratulating? She well, thought no, there was something you, wrong you, with you your got, You got, uh, you got uh, agent of the month over there at Sirhan. And I was like, there are over 300 people that oh, congratulated this man on this accomplishment. And you don't even work for him. Yes. No, I don't. Um, yes, and it was, it was and nice. And you thanked all of them. You, you, you thanked each individual person, which was even more amazing i always do i always yeah. thank everyone i actually really appreciate it i'm actually a very nice person uh mm -hmm. which sometimes can be uh unseen but i'm very nice i'm nicer than eric um and that's why i'm the face of over ask should i just leave this podcast yeah that'd be great <laughs> eric, are, you, are you starting to get nervous before we get into the confessionals here are you yeah. starting to get nervous that that matt is going to become a bigger star than you are in mm. say the next like three months that's a good question. And I, I have thought about that. And maybe, you know, that's why I was reluctant to post him at the beginning of his career. But now his growth is my growth, because we both host this podcast. So I'm posting him as much as I possibly can, because the more followers he gets, the more views. But of course, I'm thinking about that in the back of my head. I can't let him outstar me. Yes. Matt, Matt, did Eric sign you to one of those ridiculous, like he owns 99% of everything you do say, <laughs> think contract? No, absolutely not. Um, we have not signed anything. We will. No. <laughs> we probably really? should. We probably should. But what Eric is most concerned about is that I get verified before he does. That's, That's... going to happen because Matt is actually a, a person. And I'm just posting pretty much memes, even though it's not just a meme page, of course. But Instagram verifies accounts that are people. So ah. that yeah. will be a devastating blow to me. But again, Matt's, Matt's growth is my growth. There you go. All right. Are you guys ready for the confessionals? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We, we've got five questions. You're going to have to each answer them. So I don't know if you guys want to pick who goes first, whatever you guys want to do. All right. What's something that overwhelms you? We'll start uh, with that. Okay. Uh, uh, real estate, um, buyers, business or life. sellers. No, just um, life. <laughs> oh, okay. Life. This is, this is very hard. Okay. These are good questions. Um, I don't know. Oh, something that really it genuinely overwhelms me. Going to the grocery store and picking what ice cream I, I want to buy. Mm. This is a genuine, um, it overwhelms me. There's too many uh, Ben and Jerry flavors. Right. Okay, right. so there's half-baked, tonight dough, uh, peanut butter half-baked. And I'll, I'll actually get upset with my wife because I can't decide. And it must be even worse now because now you have to wear a mask. So now you're really sweating even more than yeah. usual, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, uh, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. So for a, a real response, even though that does actually overwhelm me, uh, picking ice cream, uh, when I go, especially at the beginning of this pandemic shit, to go out, I was like super, super anxious all the time wearing the mask and everything. And right. like I, I couldn't even like stay in a grocery store for like 10 minutes. I'd have to leave. Well, the mustache is part of your signature look, so the mask ruins that. Yeah, my whole face is ruined. 
with yeah. the mask. Yeah. So do you get recognized at grocery stores now? Yeah, all the time. Like we heard you. we heard this girl on Clubhouse, <laughs> she had like one reel that got like two thousand views and she was claiming that she can't even shop at Safeway anymore because people keep going up and talking to her. <laughs> so crazy. That's amazing. Good for her. Yes. It's not true. Yeah, it's not true. Well the story was, but her fame isn't. <laughs> yes. Sarah, so I'm curious what your answer is because you're you're a big jokester. Obviously, if you're following the broke agent, then, then you've probably seen some of Eric's stories. He, he's got a lot of comedy flowing, and uh, <laughs> you say that so cynically. <laughs> <laughs> what would be so, what would be something that overwhelms you, Eric? In, in life, not in real estate. Yeah, um, Nicole wants to go light. Well, no, I mean it could be real estate. I mean, maybe, but it could maybe that is the most like. <laughs> overwhelming yeah. thing but. oh man i mean everything potential marriage having a kid in the next couple of years that overwhelms me um responsibility becoming a man uh, whether real estate is going to be part of my career or whether the broke agent is going to be my main monetary uh source uh the fact that i have 10 times my net worth in cryptocurrency and shit coins like thorchain and uh, a cash network and all these coins that go parabolic and drop every 20 percent every single day so a lot of things overwhelm me the uh the tie to instagram i have to keep posting if i don't post the brand stops growing uh if i go on a bender like i've said or if i just don't feel funny that day i can't post anything the brand just kind of stops that's why matt's a part of it now also so how often do you get those feelings? So that that, that was a dark, know. dark description. Yes, that was awful. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that was awful. I mean, you're picking out ice cream. I'm saying marriage and kids. I mean, that's yeah. pretty fucking Well, I'm married, so I'm not overwhelmed. All right. Well, good for you. Yeah, how, thank you. How often do you get those feelings where you don't want to post? Because that's something I think that a lot of agents are like, man, I don't know what to post. Or they just get overwhelmed with, like, actually creating the content. You and create then they so don't much. post. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You create so much. Like, how often do those, do those uh, you know, fears kind of creep in? Uh, I go in ruts where I can't think of anything funny and then I could kind of go back through my bank of, you know, 3000 plus posts and kind of retweak it or repost something, whether it was a meme, make a video out of it or a tweet, I can make a meme out of it. So I could always just kind of go back to old content or I like scour real estate Facebook groups or just kind of go back into my joke bake and try to figure out what, what else I could post. But a lot, a lot of people are submitting stuff now to me too. Well, I was going to say, you must be getting some something through your viewers. I mean, yes, obviously you're posting a lot of those on your stories. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just imagine that you're probably putting them on your grid too. Uh, yeah, sometimes a, a lot of people are submitting stuff. We just started the over ask Facebook group too, where people could kind of post memes in there and post captions and stuff. So that's been helping because I get a lot of DMS. It's kind of hard to sift through them to find the best content. And this is kind right. of a good place for that. But I mean, it happens all the time where you could kind of tell where my content is just dry and not funny. And I'm kind of just like going for the the usual hitters, like Zestimate jokes and shit like that. And yeah. it's just, you know, sometimes you're just not funny. But do you find that when you're using the ones that people are providing you for both of you, you know, I'm assuming that they're then sharing it. So are you, do you get more traction when you're doing something that was submitted instead of something that was, you know, organic to one of you? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, if it's a real and it's an organic post that always does better. So if it's, you know, me actually filming it on my phone, like Byron's been doing with his reels, which are really good, actually good work, Byron. He has, oh, a, he has a new, have you picked up his I, new voice? He's I mean, got like a new real voice. Yeah, dude, you like zoom in in your face too. Your face takes up the entire <laughs> yeah, screen. It's psychotic. Fucking 15 seconds. So I'm trying to go quickly. I know it's, uh, a, it's a skill. It is definitely a skill. There's people doing it way better than I am, but I will say the traction to, you know, Eric, gave me this tip he's like you got to be doing reels got to be doing reels uh, and the traction on, on instagram has, has been much better since i started for that. sure uh, since, since reels started I, i've been getting like three hundred thousand views on those on the normal videos i was getting okay. anywhere from like 50 to eighty thousand because yeah. you know it populates on that explore page so you got to post reels i also feel like the pandemic had something a little bit to do with that i think we all survived the initial like three months because of tiktok yeah i mean byron and i would text each other i'm like dude i just fell in a four-hour hole of tiktok but it was just so darn funny there's some really weeks. funny people out there like yeah. they're in their big nine million dollar mansions but and and it's sort of fun that it's now on the instagram platform because i'm more comfortable with the instagram platform so it's fun to it's fun to just sort of like sift through them now definitely yeah TikTok kind of had that casino like algorithm where you could just post something it could get a million views with no followers so once Instagram kind of adapted that it, it became a lot more potent and that's why right. Reels is doing so well with it now yeah, yeah. same girlfriend Eric you said you said the wife things yes 
yeah, yeah. Same uh -oh. girl. She's just right pressure. there in the other room. <laughs> that, that means you really are a good guy because she's been with you a long time. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, she's a nice she's, person. She luckily you've she never met her. This conversation because you have a headset on. Yeah, I've never I met her, but I, I know how long you've been been dating her. Yeah. Or stringing her. You want me to bring her in here? <laughs> However, she actually, actually, Matt, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Nah, she's, she's live on. You know, she, she could probably answer these questions for you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You're going to answer them. All right, next confessional. Matt. Yes. What do you think about most often? Probably food. Um, that would be my answer. Yeah, food and then definitely like Instagram and video content uh, creating. But mainly food. I re my whole day is revolved around what I'm eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, I need to know that. Or I get, so like you guys are saying, so hangry that I can't do anything. No, that's so, I wasn't saying I'm, that. I'm, okay. I'm, yeah. I get wildly hangry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. And my wife knows now. So she's like, you need to eat. She tells me what to eat through the day. She's like, because I don't want to come home and have you right. extremely hangry for no yeah. reason. What's your go-to so, breakfast? Um, well, eggs, um, peanut butter and banana, uh, oh, bagels. Yes. And uh, recently, I just got these new cheese bagels with cream cheese and cucumber. I'm uh, pretty cucumber, good. Cucumber, huh? Yeah, you put cucumber with cream cheese on like an everything bagel or a cheese bagel. It'll change your life. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. you again, you also mentioned your like your videos. How often, like, how much of your day are you spending on them or thinking about them? Or I mean, because they're 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 produced. I mean, you're producing those. They're... Well, how how overproduced is that Drake one? Did you actually overproduce it, or is that just you like doing a, a couple simple setups? What, what... No, that was a that was like a with my production team that I yeah. use out here. Um, but yeah, a lot of them are just like either my wife filming or tripod, iPhone. I got a, like a nicer camera now because I do so much content, but I think about it all day, really. I mean, it's an ongoing thing because you get a lot of inspiration from the shit that happens in the industry. So I'm constantly thinking and like, I was just on a showing and something happened and I just like wrote it down. Wrote it down yeah. And then, Matt, yeah. We can't, we can't swear on this podcast. Okay, well, I'll just, I'll leave. <laughs> I'm Glad trying very hard. Inman's going to cancel us. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Yes. Um, well, Eric swore already. Yeah. Well, he canceled Eric years ago. So completely canceled. Yeah, I've heard about I, that. I it's only made me stronger. Canceled. Yeah. What about you, Eric? What are you thinking about most often? I'm thinking about the BA all day, every day. Uh, the second I wake up, 7 a.m., I have to post stories to kind of get the algorithm going. So I try to post like three or four stories, votes, juicing up the algorithm for my 8 a.m., 9 a.m. post. Try to post two or three times a day. Constantly thinking about what to do with over ask, how to monetize that, how to do our Patreon advertisers, uh, setting up brand deals for the actual Instagram, working on the template platform. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking about pretty much all day. That and then also and crypto, like a schedule. You have a schedule. Mostly crypto. <laughs> uh, I don't have a schedule. I just oh, okay. wake up and but you I know make that sure. By eight or nine, you want something out there. Yes. Okay. Yes, and I'm. Uh, you have to have stories throughout the entire day. So that's been my number one gainer for me, uh, Instagram and growth wise, especially is that I've been posting at least like eight to 15 stories a day. And that constant interaction keeps the algorithm growing and it's growing my account like almost 4,000 a week now, which is crazy. Awesome. Do yeah. me a favor and coach Nicole that there really can't be like, she thinks like only two or three stories is appropriate. I didn't every say day. that. I just, so, so we're, we're in an accountability group and, and, and everyone was talking about 10 stories. Um, mm -hmm. which I, 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 I'm okay with. No, no, I you're just, not okay. You said I'm not you okay hate. With it. I'm not okay with it. Cause I'll, I'll go on somebody's, <laughs> okay I'll go on somebody's story. And if I see a, a million dots, like it's I, annoying. I'm, like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to watch like, cause they're probably brushing their teeth for five minutes. Like, and it's just, it's eating up five. Dots. So I just, if there's too many dots, I'm not even watching any of but, your, but she thinks 10 in a, at a time is too many. I disagree. The act, the evidence, the data out there disagrees. What do you got? You guys have more data than we do. What, what do you guys? For sure. Think? Well, I'm spending more time watching stories now than I am scrolling through the feed. And especially on weekends, people do this because weekends, you're kind of seeing people's trips, what people are doing on vacation and stuff, going to dinner. So I spend more time consuming like that. And I know that if I post something to my story, sometimes my stories will get even more views than my actual videos. So I like to have 
yeah, eight to 15 stories. And you kind of, ha- you, you got to have one story precede the other one. So if I'm doing like a vote or something like that, and then I'll put like an arrow to the next story. So that allows them to click. So if they click off your story, that's telling the Instagram algorithm that they don't want to see your shit anymore. So then that could like hurt your story in the long run or it could hurt the uh, performance of your feed post. So it is annoying to have all those out throughout the entire day, but you got to keep hitting people throughout the entire day, depending on what time they log in Instagram. But depends, like if you're trying to grow your page, that's what you do. But if you're just a realtor, you don't want to annoy the shit out of people too. So you don't want to have a million stories. So I kind of see where you're coming from with that. But for me, it's all about growth. Right. I hope your listeners brought their uh, their notepads. Yeah, right. seriously. Wow. This is like some, some real times. Like you should be charging for this. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> we were we were just in a clubhouse room where Jason no one was where no one was saying anything remotely interesting. And then at the end someone said, like, hey, like I hope you brought your notepads. I hope everybody took notes. And I jokingly <laughs> said, I took all the notes, so DM me. And I think you did too, Matt. And I got like fifty DMs about it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. People notes about me. nothing. Nothing. Are you guys enjoying Clubhouse? Yes. I think it's sick. I love it. Yeah, um, really. Yeah, I really like it. We had um we've been talking. I mean, we had you on the podcast Byron and Ed and we were talking about Clubhouse with we didn't we hadn't had any we hadn't tried it at all. So, um we finally have experienced the app. And yeah, I rated it on our Clubhouse Crashers episode a solid 7 out of 10. And why haven't you guys invited me in, into a what is it, a room? Uh, You're like well, because, aren't you anti-Clubhouse? He, no, I just think it's a feature, and I, I think I don't think I don't think we're going to be going to Clubhouse in in two years. I think we'll be doing a Clubhouse room on on another app. Yeah, same, I don't care feature, but yeah, who cares I don't if care. it's done in two years? In two, yeah, exactly. Right yeah, now, it's so. growing. Yeah. It's growing our other social right. platforms. So that's why we're like jumping on it. Yeah, so, our, our goal with it is to get more listeners to the podcast. So we've been Clubhouse crashing, where we just kind of go in rooms and people invite us to speak, and then we just kind of like shit talk each other. And it's way different than like the the preachy kind of over rehearsed motivational quote stuff that you're kind of right. hearing from a lot of these rooms. But you can you can crash rooms though without being invited, right? I mean, because if yeah, they're yeah. talking, yeah. I mean, you can kind of like there's like a raise your hand and they mm-hmm. call on you type of thing. Well, they see yeah. that key. Lo- they see that key logo and they're like, right. we got to bring this guy up. And then they see my my headshot, yep. which is something yeah. like this. Your creepy yeah. ass well, no, no, headshot. That's... It's they the best they headshot they the of mustache. all time. No, it's the best headshot I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow. I DM'd Matt and I was like, oh man, he's, I hope he knows I'm married and I have a wife <laughs> and I'm not hitting on him. But I was like, wow, man, that, that is, you can never, you got to be one of those agents in 10 years that never changed the headshot. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I can't like, change That's it. That's Matt. No, it's, it's that good. <laughs> I can't change it. I know it's the best uh, photo I've ever taken in my life. Yeah. Oh, by far. Because I've yeah. seen you now a couple times on Zoom. I yeah, don't I don't live up to it at all. So, yeah. I mean, I got to keep that. It's because the shadow is just in the right place. Ah. Fuck, it's fantastic. It's I almost fantastic. swore. Yeah. I, I, you, you caught yourself that you said fantastic. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. I yeah. said, can you, yeah. Can you swear on Clubhouse? Can you do whatever you Is it a free-for-all? I do whatever. I don't know what really the etiquette is, but we do whatever we want, it seems. Yeah, we we curse. We, uh, we We've had multiple experiences where we've done our own rooms we've crashed rooms and then we did one with tom ferry jason pantana zach and we talk about this on our the episode that we just launched but uh some guy called us out for being self-indulgent because we were just like cracking jokes and then he went on like a a 10 minute soliloquy himself after calling us self-indulgent sit there and listen to that oh my god well, but it's easy for him to just get off. Like, but, it's sort of like Facebook, right? Like, if they don't like something, they're just complaining. Like, just, just, like, just ho- well, hop he, onto the next platform. He was a moderator. Room. Oh, he was. He was oh, a yeah. moderator. And, oh, okay. and a lot of it was about what, you know, what book you recommend and just kind of like this. I, I, don't, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't very human, like the conversation. It was kind of like a panel. And yeah. then Matt and I tried to just spice it up a little by doing kind of our bullshit routine. And people liked it. Like people were chiming in and saying stuff like, Oh, this is great. You know, you're hilarious. We love this. People were clapping. You could clap by taking your mute button on and off. And then this guy just came in and completely sucked the air out of the room. And then well, because it was you, over. Cause you, Cause you stole the show. Yeah. But we weren't even trying to do that. We were doing it tastefully. We understand right. that people are not here just to listen to us. And we were just trying to provide a little excitement in the room. Yeah, Cause it was so it was an actual book club. They yeah. were just giving book referrals. 
It was just awful. And only one person can talk at a time. So when this guy's talking shit on you guys, you can't chime in. We got a mute. Well, you can. We had a yeah. I was very upset. We didn't. We yeah, didn't we have a we didn't rebut him. He he he's a uh, a popular guy in the real estate industry that uh, carries a lot of weight, and we just figured it's not our place right now. Yeah, so but he's kinda, a real jerk. Yeah, and we I'd just have, shied I'd, away. I'd have more choice words right now, but he's a real jerk. Yes. Little jerk. All right, we'll, we'll go to the next. We'll go to the next confessional. Matt, how have your faults, which, judging your headshot, you have none. How have your faults hindered your success? These are the hardest questions of all time. Yeah, that's um, why we're asking them. Uh, of my faults, um, well, I'm extreme. I'm an extremely unorganized person. Um, so that's probably my biggest downfall, especially in this business. I don't have an assistant which is even worse. Um, uh, Eric's not your assistant. Yeah. Well, he's, we're working on that now. Um, as that's we in, start, that's in the contract. Yeah. We're taking him out slowly from over ask. Cause he's just not really cutting it. Uh, yeah. the view, the, the views just go way down when he's anywhere near it. So actually um, skyrocket. They go down when Byron's on that's it. Cause I, that's cause I was on there. The one yeah. he was on. Yeah. He screwed up our algorithm. <laughs> that's, that's like my biggest fault. I would say, I would say is, uh, and I used to be on teams and now I'm a solo agent, but I used to be on teams. So I kind of had some sort of assistant that would handle my paperwork, but I am, I'm a nightmare. Yeah. I'm very unorganized. I think so. Byron, Byron knows someone else like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you. We're, we're very, we're very similar people. We it's only like, think about food and we're unorganized. I mean, do you drink like vodka? A... I mean, because that's the next thing on the list. I don't. Do, do you get all your Eric does? Do you get all your ideas in the shower? Yeah, a hundred percent. That's that's there you go. That's what she. That's... He's like, hey Nicole, before you get in the shower, I, I I I I need some help figuring something out. So think about it, because I know it's shower time. My I do my scripts in my shower. My wife, I'll come out of the shower. My wife will be like, did your. Uh, your your script your read through go well <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah it's, it's fine yeah yeah it's jokes what about eric just pick a couple of your many faults how have they hindered <laughs> you from yeah i mean this could be a, a three-hour podcast if i start going into these but uh my, my faults um i mean not choosing what to focus on i think has been a big fault for me uh doing real estate kind of not half-assed but part-time over the last six years while doing broke agent part-time and kind of flip-flopping in between what's a hobby and what am I actually trying to do has stopped both of them from achieving what I think they could. So now that I'm 98% just doing the broke agent, it is finally achieving what I knew it could and is becoming my full-time job. So I think uh, that is, was definitely a fault of mine is just not fully committing to something or believing that this, this could actually be what it can be. And then, I mean, I have a million other faults, whether it's, uh, you know, gambling, um, <laughs> betting on sports. So were you unwilling uh, to commit mostly because uh, out of fear? Like gambling's not an actual fault. I hope my parents don't listen to this yeah. and think that's a real thing. <laughs> Throw 50 bucks on a game every now and then. Sorry, go ahead, Nicole. <laughs> no, no, I just, I didn't know if it was like fear. Were you fearful? Is that why you were unwilling to commit to one or the other? Or you just really legitimately didn't know what you wanted to grow up and, and be? A combination of the two. Uh, real estate as Byron knows, was never my initial passion. It's always been sports and comedy. So it was always kind of hard to formulate content around something that I didn't care about that much. But as I've, you know, immersed myself in this community the last six years, I've started to care about it more and started to see how many opportunities there are to produce content and produce uh, comedy within it. So I, I, I don't know if I'm doing a great job at describing like that as my fault, but I mean, I'm also disorganized. I'm also, uh, I, I, I'm too nice in a way sometimes with the content. Like if I work on something for a long time with someone, I feel the necessity to post that way just to nice. just to uh, appease that person. Or if someone sends me something, I've posted a lot of stuff that I don't want to post. Um, that I, I, I wish I was more forceful with my brand. I guess. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. I mean, could, well, you actually care what people think. Yes. Yeah, you definitely do. Which is, which is a good thing. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, I mean, he I do. Does. I he do, but does. Byron, I'm also kidding when I act offended by what you're no, saying, I too. Because you, you're always calling me soft and acting like I'm, I'm well, you, you know. Tissue paper. He's yeah. not tissue. soft. He's hard. So, so yeah. Have you officially ripped the Band-Aid off? Like, are you, are you done 
selling homes. I actually think it was a good thing to go back and forth over the last, you know, several years because you wouldn't have, you know, the back end knowledge of the industry had yeah. you not done it that way. But are you officially done? Well, I, I can't announce that officially, being that I have one buyer right now that may or may not buy something <laughs> in the next six months, and the you know zero percent chance that he listens to this, that would be devastating. There, there are yeah. referrals. You yeah, can yeah. you can refer to other agents and make money that way yeah. too. Yeah, but I, I just sold my listing in Brentwood on Friday, and awesome. the only listing that sat in a seller's market for like four months somehow. <laughs> not my fault, but I uh, I think that the the full focus now is just broke agent, and I I've told people this, and that has been the goal in 2021. Make this my full time career. Well, I will, and it's it's there. I will say when you do kind of end it, it will be a fantastic day for the industry. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. One, <laughs> one less agent that we have to deal with. Exactly. I actually, I think you would have been a great agent because you are like unequivocally honest you are honest all the time you, you, you never i mean i know you joke around and like like that kind of thing but uh, i'd imagine with your clients you are very honest with them yes and caring what people think is difficult for real estate too especially when you're working with your friends it could be devastating receiving text messages or calls from them when they're worried about something and then it completely flips your friendship from being like a joking relationship into a professional relationship and that the anxiety that that cause uh, causes me has, has always kind of hindered that career. So, and they're like, Hey, you're supposed to get back on this inspection report. I see your last three posts on Instagram or some kid. That's also a problem. He's yes. puking his brains out. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, did you get the inspection? Or right. I, I always made sure that to respond to someone before I posted something, I'm Absolutely. very cognizant yeah. of that. Yeah. Good. Good move. All right. Next confessional, a business trend, Matt, that you said would go one way and it went the complete opposite direction. I don't have any um, real, like, I don't know. I don't really talk about anything like that. Like Ed, Ed Stulak hates uh, Clubhouse. Um, and that's all he talks about is it just going south immediately. Um, I don't I don't have anything that I'm not passionate about, um, like in terms of a business trend or it's just not things I dive into. Um, what about something that you've thought was going to work that didn't work? Is that kind of? Yeah, something that you thought was, it doesn't have to necessarily be a business. That, that's absolutely right. You know, it could have been you, you told uh, you know, somebody that, that this was going to be the next Tesla and it wasn't, you know, something that you were so passionate about being right on or, you know, it was going to fail. Like Ed says, Clubhouse is going to fail and only time will tell. And it went the other way. Like, were you, were you big on MySpace and you thought it was going to be the next big thing and then it just went away? You know, something like that. Um, I actually didn't. I thought TikTok was, I guess, if we're like, I thought TikTok wasn't going to be, have any longevity at all. I didn't voice my opinion like, like right. Ed does. Um, but I just thought it was like super trendy. And I was like, oh, it's Vine. You know, it's, it's going to be gone. Vine was, I think, in and out in two years. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's probably just, that's what it is. And I was, boy, was I wrong. And that's why I don't invest in stocks. Right. Mm. Just, you just take all of Eric's crypto. Yeah, I just, he doesn't I've, touch that. I've Matt, been asking him to uh, invest my money. I want, I just want someone to invest my money. I just want someone, I want to give my money to somebody and have them invest it because I don't know what to do. Well, that's uh, a thing, you know, there's investment uh, funds. Yeah. I'll yes, you, I know. I'll text you my address right after. Okay, get done. fantastic. Why are you, you'll send yeah, me the wire instructions. My, my bank instructions. <laughs> what about you, Eric? Uh, I guess blogging for me, I thought was going to be a massive thing. In 2013 and 2014, I had a blog called The Pudgy Caddy, which was kind of sports and talked about going out life in Los Angeles and dating, you know, as a 24, 25 year old. And then when the broke agent first started, I, I focused a lot of my time on blogs, you know, five things to do while you're bored in an open house, just kind of Buzzfeed style. I thought that was what was really gonna take off. And it turns out that people didn't care as much about reading the blogs and it wasn't ever gonna be like a website necessarily. I still think it can be, but a website where people are reading blogs all day, but the time that it would take to write a five hour blog and find all these images, pales in comparison to posting a stupid clear to close meme that gets shared 50,000 times. So I think blogging 
in real estate, at least for me, was uh, not successful in the trend that I thought was going to be good. It sounds like you enjoy blogging, though. Are you? A, are I love you enjoy, it. You enjoy writing? Yeah. He likes yeah. It. So he's, I, a, I, he's a great writer. Yeah, I write the captions for our YouTube videos. That's yes. all you've seen. <laughs> no, I just, in a book, I don't know if you guys saw Commission yes. Impossible, the bestseller. You can tell just how you handle. You're a very good writer. I say that all the time. And well, I yes, you. I do ask you for everything on the over-asked side of things. I'm like, please caption this because I can barely string a sentence together. Yeah, I, I think the writing's evolved to social media help now. I've done a couple ebooks. I had an Instagram growth ebook and a meme ebook, hashtag blogs, and I'm coming out with a Reels ebook in a couple days, which is just like a free download. You can kind of see my writing style. It's just providing value, but also humorous. But I really do enjoy that. I think uh, the shares I was getting with the Pudgy Caddy, you know, on Facebook a long time ago, like that was a way better feeling than getting likes on a meme because it's really something that takes hours to. Right. to come across. And I think there still is something there with real estate blogging and telling funny stories or giving social media tips, but it's just so much work to tune out that content. I think it would need more writers. Well, you wanted to be the next Larry David. That was your, your dream at one point, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still, I mean, my dream is not really to become him, but I think a curb your enthusiasm style of real estate show, maybe with Matt as the star would be hilarious. Yeah. Yes, I love career enthusiasm. Yes, yeah, where's the German Shepherd in the back? That, that's, that's my a... that's my golden doodle. There's someone <laughs> dropping off a fucking uh, Amazon package. <laughs> Eric, what's the ebook called? Have you do you have a name? Because I feel like there's only one name you could call it. Real estate. Yes. Yeah. Is that what name. it's called? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> you should you should bring back the what was it the pudgy caddy the pudgy caddy yeah yeah I like that name. Thanks. Yeah, I like it too. It's had a, had a sick logo yeah, too. It's, it's, a like a, it's like a mouthful. I feel like I'd say the wrong thing. Pudgy caddy. I don't know. Pudgy, pudgy caddy. I don't know. Pudgy. It's just not a good word or a visual. You get any, you get any golf? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Always so complimentative. Compliment, complimentary. Uh, yeah, I've been golfing. Been playing pickleball. What was the pickleball conversation? I just saw that the other day. What pickleball conversation? Was that you or somebody else? Yeah, on on the clubhouse, Tom introduced me, and I panicked. And instead of just saying, like, hey, I'm the broke agent. I run a real estate <laughs> entertainment thing. I was like, hey, Tom, heard you've been playing a lot of pickleball. And then it just didn't go off very well. I but I've been clubhouse. Oh, you're talking about with uh, with Robert and Tom. On Tool. Instagram or something. Were you chatting about pickleball yeah, somewhere else? You're that's all about, he talks oh, about. That, that was actually a text thread. It was a text that's thread. all he yeah. talks about. And yeah. also, why don't you play ping pong or tennis? I, I played tennis in high school, and I'm the best ping pong player you've ever met. So I played both of them. Hmm. Okay. Well, Pickleball should be no problem. Yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, you got All a right. bunch of rackets behind you. We do. We got five. We, we got some. Uh, we have a whole bag of them we over have there. A, we do have a bag of them. One of the agents on our team uh, was cleaning out a house, and he, there's a whole bag of them. He, he just stole Can them I talk house. about someone on your team real quick? Yeah. Because I feel like I am responsible for them being on your team. Uh, someone reached out oh. to me. Okay. They said, you know, I'm thinking about switching teams, someone who's very social driven. Should I stop? Should I stop saying this? No. no, no I, I'm, I'm curious. Okay. We should vote. Okay. Okay. You, yeah. Cool. Okay. So that I didn't, this is before I knew you at all. It's like, you, you know, I want to, I want to new Byron. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he's like, I want to, you know, this, this team in my area is like very social driven and they're very with it. And, they create a lot of content and it's just like they're where real estate should be now. And I'm really thinking of changing. And I had just switched to the agency, my brokerage. And he was like, do you think I should, do you think I should make the switch? Like, what do you think? Do you think I'm kind of rushing into it? I was like, no, nah, man, you got to go with like someone who's like super heavy on social and like can create that brand for you. Go for it. And then next week he was like, yeah. I did it. I did it. Well, I think he's right, actually here. So I just saw well, him. I just it? saw him. Did it's he, Vinny. Come on. Oh, Vinny? No, he didn't. That's just, I just know. I think Vinny he's is here. here. I think Vinny's here. Bobby, maybe yes. you go grab Vinny go get, and you can, go he can go Vinny say hi to his. Um, it's Vinny. And uh, I just want to say, you know, 20% off the top of his sales yeah. is yeah. fine. No, I'll send you the referral, <laughs> okay. the referral fee. Thank you. Yeah, see, he's here. He could at least come say hello to you. Yes. Look, you're, we, come around. We have, we have a surprise for you. He just Come got on. back from Florida and he forgot to put sunscreen on. So. But Vinny! Oh, you can't. He, up? can't. he can't hear you. Go ahead. What's up? Vinny, say hello to uh, Matt. What's up, man? What's up, brother? I was saying that I am, you know, I should get 
some sort of credit for you joining the incredible team over there. We had that discussion. Yes. Branding and yeah, that's yeah, right. we did. It's awesome. I'm glad you're with them because they're they're sweet. They're these awesome. Guys, these guys here changed everything. Man. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I'm glad. I just you know just a quick referral. You know every deal yeah. just you know we, we, little uh, top. We'll send, send we'll, it send it to Ontario. Yeah, exactly. We'll exactly. Go down to New Haven. We'll get them a pizza and we'll send it in the mail. Absolutely. Got to <laughs> come down for New Haven pizza. Yeah. I'm in. Pizza's my favorite. Absolutely, man. Come down whenever you want. Right? When, once this pandemic's over, I'm there. Awesome. It's over. Yeah, we'll leave Eric. We'll leave Eric in California. Yeah. <laughs> no, good awesome. story. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Yeah, seeing you story. guys, man. Take care, nice, man. Nice tan. <laughs> oh, he's, you're looking good. You, I'm peeling, man. Peeling, I, I didn't though. put anything on. My fiance wants to kill me. But look at me. <laughs> hey, it's gonna turn into a nice crisp bronze. Pull. I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. No joke. Absolutely. I'm glad he he hooked up with you guys. Oh well. No, I'm glad dude. that you. I'm glad that you pushed him towards us. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't let the sun burn me like that. Come on. <laughs> Come all on. right, so we have right. one last question. All right, last confessional. <laughs> and Matt, then the lightning round. Then, then the, uh, the uh, yeah, confessional crunch, the rocket round, the lightning round. I thought Matt, it was a volley. It's the, the, yeah, the volley. Matt, you are the <laughs> wizard of the residential real estate industry. One thing you would change today. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. I always talk about this. So we're, we're uh, to be able to disclose uh offers i don't understand why we can't disclose the offer price when we have mm -hmm. like three four offers and there's multiple offers we should totally make it auction style okay this is eight hundred thousand. uh this person offered eight hundred thousand online uh, right you're saying it should, it should not even just well, that would be better that'd be like day well trading. i mean that'd be you even can better get, i believe you can that would get be your i believe you can get your seller's permission <laughs> to do that yeah but to like i mean more like in Australia, they have like full at auction style, like offers. So like it's a legit like storage wars auction. Right. Like that's what I'm talking about because no like, way. They're just they're like flipping their like they're flipping it and then and then someone jumps in at the van. And exactly. They, and then they win the storage bin. Yeah. E yeah. Exactly. I watch, it. I watch it. And here it's not normal. Like no one discloses price. So like so we get screwed so much because of it. And there's a lot of like double ending and multiple representation that really it's really sketchy and i think if it was just if you could just disclose offer price on everything it would be such it would be way less sketchy of an industry that's my pick i like that there there was a website that was talking about that do you remember i don't know because no, i do think that some offers obviously it's not always the highest price that wins but I, I do. I mean, obviously, to 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 have it all be very transparent. Um, certainly, oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was uh, commissions. Commissions. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah. commissions. Yeah, yeah. that I mean, I'll, I'll tell yeah. you whatever I'm making. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you. I say that too. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, broke agent wizard. What would you change? Real estate education. I think the stuff you learn studying for the test obviously does absolutely nothing for your real estate career doesn't prepare you at all for any conversation that you have in real estate doesn't talk about what to do at showings how to sit open houses how to get leads how to even write an offer what inspections are escrow period anything like that it's all just kind of like definition based you know math stuff like that so i, I feel like there is a huge gap in real estate education that we could fill, whether it's like real estate education, entertainment, humor. I think that there should be some sort of introductory course or videos or something along those lines that helps agents who just got their license understand what the hell they're in for, basically. Yeah. And, Actually, kind and of, you have a perfect name for it because I feel like the name of your course could be like how to not be. That's exactly what it is, actually. How to not be a broke agent. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's basically just. You know, like the idiot's guide to blah, blah, blah. It's just like how to not feel like an idiot your first year in real estate. And it's just, you know, these are the questions that you're going to encounter when you're setting up a showing. Or these are the questions you should ask. This is what you should do when you arrive at a showing, when you leave a showing. This is how you provide feedback. This is, you know, what you should say to the agent. We're not really taught this. Uh, you kind of just have to pick it up on your own unless you join a team, of course, and you become a buyer's agent. You have a mentor that's actually with you the entire way. I know for me, I felt like a fish out of water pretty much my entire real estate career, but especially like the first six months, I had no idea what to do. I'd open houses. I didn't know I was supposed to open all the windows. I didn't know I was supposed to sign people in. I didn't know what questions I was supposed to ask. 
And it just made me feel really uncomfortable with everything. So I think that there's a big gap there that could be filled. Well, it's interesting because I feel like we've we've had sort of this talk before. I'm, I'm sure you have too. But but, there, but there's also this sort of like assumption that you're supposed to be acting a certain way. So yeah. I think I think in rebuttal to that, though, too, like there really isn't anything that you're supposed to be asking because what are you supposed to be doing is building a relationship. So, right. you know, it's also like sort of teaching them, teaching the agents, too, that it's not there's not anything you're really supposed to be doing. But, you know, to try to be as true to your to yourself as possible. But I, I'm with you. I mean, I obviously yeah education is huge because it's yeah. true it's all definition all right. based yeah. more more like prepare I, yeah. I agree with you not like here's exactly what you should say but you know you finally get a buyer and the buyer wants to see a property what questions should you possibly ask the listing agent are there any offers on the property what you know like sometimes you don't even know when no, i was well, first starting and, what and to say are, and the buyers sometimes are asking you that question too I some buyers are like so like what questions am i supposed to be asking and i'm sort of mm -hmm. like I mean, obviously, I know what to ask, but it's always it always catches me off guard because I'm like, well, what do you want to know? You know, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. but yeah. And I, I would say I'm even somewhere a little bit more on the other side of that, where I think there are a lot of things you should be saying, like in certain situations, and you should. the 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 other problem is it's not just education around there. There's a huge gap to your point on education, on exactly how to get from brand new licensee to being productive in this industry or how to build a team even. I mean, that's a whole entire, you know, multi, you know, multiple courses right there. But there's also a gap in agents not being educated in their own markets for real. Like agents don't even know inventory in their markets and how to explain the trends on the like, Here's where the market was in 2003. This is what happened in 2008. Here's what happened in 2012. Here's what's happening today. Here's what can likely happen in the future. Every agent should be able to explain that for their market. And we're talking, you know, price per square foot to sales price, the median, everything. They should know those numbers. Yeah. Well, th that's what I'm thinking is if you're sitting in open house and you're a new agent, and I remember this doing this, I was sitting dead open houses every Saturday and Sunday at the same house. And people would ask me, you know, what, what are the other sales around here? Mm. What, you know, when, like, what's the history of this property? So I'm talking about when I first got licensed and basically my boss just said, Hey, go sit this open house. And I just didn't know that I was even going to be fielding those questions. So I didn't, I had right. no knowledge. I had like an agent detail report that I printed out and I knew to tell people to take off their shoes. That was literally it. And then I would just try to talk about sports. So the, to your, to your point, Byron, like you do have to know that stuff and that's the stuff that you have to be prepared to have those conversations and no one's telling us that unless it's, you know, an experienced broker. If you look at, uh, he's in your market or close to your market, Josh flag from, from that show. Yeah. If you ever, have seen that show. One of the interesting things that he does is he knows every name of the person that lives in every house. Like he's done the research on like realists for us in, in Connecticut of like, yeah, that house is owned by that person. That house is owned by that person that he's actually in uh, Tom Ferry team plus too. Oh, right really? Now. Yes. Uh, I think tool are, uh, somebody just said that to me the other day. I was like, are you kidding me? He, he's, hmm. he's in coaching. Uh, I, I, th I was blown away by that, but it shows even these top, top producers, uh, you know, n need a coach at times, but you know, he, it, he's studied his market so well, it's down to the names of who owns the properties. I mean, that's some real knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't work for flag though. Did you, you worked for the other guy. I worked for David Kramer at Hilton and Highland. And then I worked for Alfonso and Bjorn, and that's when I was a buyer's agent, and that's when I was when I was oh. running around like a chicken with my head cut off, just oh, door knocking and cold calling. You weren't with the Altmans then, I thought. No, they were in my office. They were in your office. Okay. Got yeah, it. got it. All right, we've got our uh, confessional crunch. What is it going to be this time? The rocket. The right round. The, the, the volley. The lightning round. A whole bunch of stuff. Lightning right? round. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be like again, it's like a this or that. So I, I again, obviously, you're both having to answer it. So, um, who, who wants to answer? We'll Matt, Eric, Matt, Eric, yeah. Matt, Eric, Matt, Eric. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. Phone, phone call or text? Text. Text. Uh, Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Instagram. iOS or Android? iOS. iOS. This is great. <laughs> this is great <laughs> stuff here. <laughs> Do you have any hard questions? Hard questions? You just gave him the hard questions. These are just fun questions. <laughs> Work hard or play hard? 
Play hard. I mean, yeah, play hard. <laughs> nice car or nice home? Nice home. Nice home. Passenger or driver? Passenger. Driver. Ooh, there we go. You like to be oh, a okay. I was gonna say whatever two people. Yeah, I don't want to fuck. I don't want to drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, money or free time? Uh, money. Yeah, money. All right, wow. toilet paper over or under? Over under over, what? Over. Over or under? It's not. Oh. A, it's not a betting. The wiping motion. No, no, no. no. How you placed it. Easy. Oh, got over. it. I thought you meant like you wipe front to back or back oh, to no. front. That no. is <laughs> the hell. Nope. You're sick minded. It. Over. As I said toilet paper. Yes. Over. Right. You? What, 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 what about you, BA? Strictly Probably baby under. wipes. <laughs> Just tissue paper for his soft cheeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Hot coffee. Depends the what it's like outside. If it's yeah, he's from LA. He's all into these weird fancy it's, drinks. It's no, that's just a very. <laughs> it's a it's freezing. It's sixty six today. It, it, uh, yeah. Everybody feels like this. It's not an LA thing. If it's hot out, you want an iced coffee. If it's cold, no, you want. Something I always warm. want a hot coffee in the morning. It's, it's a douchebag thing. I mean, in LA. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. Right. A douchebag thing to like iced coffee. <laughs> yes. No. To, no, to have a different different have a per season. You no, know? That, that that's a I like control of my own internal temperature thing. <laughs> There's no doucheness about that. You it's drink a, a, thing to call you drink a hot coffee in AC. You drink it in your air conditioning, and then you can go outside. Yeah. Whatever. All right, TV or book? TV. TV. Yeah, we don't read. Working alone or working in a team? <sighs> that's hard. Probably working alone, but I like Eric. Yeah, I, I'd say working in a team. Morning or evening? Morning. 5 a.m. call? Yes. <laughs> morning or evening? Not that There's morning. Two, two options, Eric. Evening. <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny to say well, there, but yeah, it's just, just like, just, I mean, it, the it, question it, is just. But it is a, it is a lightning round. Yeah. Right. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. But just, yeah, it's not a. We got an law. audience here, right? Yeah. yeah. You're a slot. I don't, I don't know. Not we have lost in, them. We don't have an audience anymore. Now that Who you, knows? Yeah. Well, actually, we're not live on Facebook. We're not live. No, we're not live. Okay. Delete this. Chocolate. Chocolate. Delete it. Chocolate or vanilla? Oh, vanilla. Sorry. Okay. What? Okay. Family or friends? Family. Family. Because it feels like you had to say that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Family. <laughs> I'm the real. I, mean, I enjoy guy. hanging out with my friends more than my family. Yeah. All right. Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Netflix. All right. So on your lobster rolls, you guys eat lobster rolls? Mayo no. or butter? No lobster no. rolls. Come on. No. In Canada. I mean, how many lobsters? Do you yeah, I eat chicken butter, tenders no. and fries. <laughs> some poutine but i do need to know though do you guys know who sean penn is yes wait the actor question the question is. yeah you you asked me this a year and a half ago wait, i just want to make, sure, like make sure you still ago. know who who sean penn is okay yeah i still know of who course. he is right because yeah. i haven't lost that memory yet okay good all right that was yeah. it that was our lightning round that was good. Your, your big finale was lobster rolls well, because we have a, we do a lobster roll review. Just in general, though. Byron and I mayo. do a lobster roll review show called uh, Hold the Mayo, and it's Hold the Mayo. Hold the Mayo. So we're butter. We're butter lovers. I've right? never had. Lo yeah, I like. Yeah, I would say butter. Just uh, just in general. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because yeah, we didn't really answer that. Yeah, mayonnaise is weird. Yeah, butter. No. Yeah. Butter. Okay. okay. Yeah, no one really asked you for that one, but. Well, I was part of the round. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good so we closed that round out we did we finished it with a bang it for sure <laughs> right, i'm really enjoying, good. really enjoying the overass podcast who are the next like five guests no oh, man we got we got real heavy hitters i like how in clubhouse they call like some of the mods heavy hitters they'll say we got some real heavy hitters up here and it's like you check their profile they got like 200 followers <laughs> Not that that's not yes the definition of being a heavy hitter. On your next crash, yes, let's crash right now. Let's yeah, we, we'll probably pop on after this. <laughs> yeah, we're in a talking mood now. We we're, in a we're in a talking, talking mood. mood. The Dude, podcast closed I'm well. Gonna, I'm gonna pop on with you. I've got good lighting. Oh no, no, there's no, no you don't need no lighting. Video. Oh, that's See, that's right. all he, he just that's all that's he's right. worried about. He's got himself all powdered up. He's ready to he's ready to show his face more. I can just pop on, you know. But we have um. Maurizio Yamansky coming on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, you heard of him? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, with the agency, right? Yeah, I'm with yeah. the agency. So uh, 
Yeah, he's our next. He's our big guest next. We have Zach. That's a good one. Yeah, he's awesome. Marito's awesome, and uh, we're working on James and David from Million Dollar Listing LA, who are also from uh, the agency. Mm-hmm. And uh, who we have J- uh, Jason Cassidy, right? Yep. Next you know, yeah. You know Jason Band. Yeah. Yep. And yep. I love Jason. Yeah. Shout yeah, he's out great. To Jason. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, great. Some yeah, he's good. Great. San Diego's finest. Yeah, he's, he's great. <laughs> I love Jason. Yeah, I know. So do I. I don't know what's so funny about it. He's he's more sensitive than Eric ever could be. That's his only fault. So if we get Is him on the show and we ask him, you know, have your faults hindered from your success? I would hope that he would say how sensitive he is. Oh, he's the softest tissue paper of all time. You say one word about Compass, he wants oh, that's to stab true. you in the heart and, and drag you outside. That's he's like, like – yeah. That's He's like everyone with, with EXP, though. You say one thing wrong about EXP, and they are a bunch of savages. Yeah. You'd think he'd have Compass stock. And they're about to IPO here this year. But you'd think he would already have Compass stock the way he's so passionate about them. And I, yeah, I, we, I like Compass. No problem there. Yeah, we, uh, we had him on that Facebook Live we did. Remember that at the beginning of the pandemic? Yes. Yeah. I didn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were... Uh, very depressed because there's no sports again. yeah it, that was a depressing time he doesn't sure. gamble remember his we mom's watching to, yeah right we we're yeah. supposed to have march madness at that i know madness. that just got stripped away from us yeah all right so the, you got some good guests coming on the over ask podcast you should definitely go follow over ask on everywhere you can listen to podcasts we'll link it up you guys know where to find the broke agent but you should go follow Matt Leonetti if you're not doing that already. That's a great follow. One Thank of the you. best follows of all time. Nicole I love how I, I did. I will, well, I loved how you how you started making fun of um, agents that have been in like the 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 real estate biz for like three yeah. days and top they're already calling themselves top producers yeah. and award winning and. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, made that, so true. I made that joke six years ago, but yeah, it was yeah, really okay, cool. it too. <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, Matt, you told it better. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he acted yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, he had Go check out these guys on Overass. Go to what episode? What was that? Episode eight today. Clubhouse no, crashing. No, no, no. Oh, the episode that I was on. I think. Oh, oh we deleted it. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Have me back on then. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go crash a clubhouse right now. Let's, okay. Let's do it. All right. I'm gonna try to figure out how to do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys on the next pod. All right, guys. Clubhouse. Later. Bye.